We are back with another episode of the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. I am here today with Chase and Steven. I'll tell you what, it's great to have the whole gang back together again. Speaking of my partners, you can follow our beer adventures on our podcast socials and also our individuals. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Upstate Beer Boys and our Facebook page at Upstate Beer Boys Podcast. You can find Chase on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Nutmeg 2 Palmetto. By the way, congrats on hitting uh, 100 subs on YouTube. Yeet. <laughs> took you uh, less time than it took me, so congratulations on that. You can find Steven on Instagram and TikTok. You are on TikTok, right? At Southern Bling Beer Reviews. But will he follow us on to YouTube? Stay tuned. And, uh, of course, you can find my content on Instagram, YouTube, and I uh, post a little bit on Twitter at Wayne's Beer Delivery, where we deliver opinions on beer. Also, a special thanks to our melody man, Mr. Chris Hitchcock, for our theme song and music between our segment breaks. Follow him, follow him on Instagram at Chris Hitchcock. Search him at Chris Hitchcock. That is Chris with a K. And it's awesome to have him on the show. It was awesome to have him on the show for the Greenville Craft Beer Fest. You know what? This time we are back in a familiar place. Quaint Boiling Springs, South Carolina. We are at New Groove Artisan Brewing with our good friends and buddies, Jonathan and Josh. Gentlemen, thanks for having us back. Anything new since we were here last? Yeah, uh, a lot of things have happened. Um, thanks for having us, first of all. Thanks for coming to hang out. hope uh, you're enjoying the food and the beer uh, from our smokehouse kitchen. Um Lots of things have happened uh, from a production standpoint. We've got a lot of new equipment. We've got a new brew house that we installed probably three months ago or so. That was that took um, quite a bit of um, quite a bit of our time and, and energy making that happen. So we're we're sort of busting at the steams, but we're making use of, of what we have. And we're super excited about putting that that bad boy to work back there. Uh, it's really uh, revolutionized the uh, the amount of time it takes for us to make the kind of beer we want to make. 
So it's it's a it's a great thing. Filling filling barrels and smoking burgers and doing our thing. This is Josh. I'm Jonathan, by the way, just so we can identify <laughs> the voices. I, know that's I am Josh. <laughs> that, that was my mic check earlier, too. I am what Josh. What a voice. <laughs> my name is Jeff. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, so I was trying to think what uh, Jonathan was talking, when the last time you guys were here. I know we've, we've talked at a couple of festivals between then and now. Um, uh, but, yeah, I think it's, it's probably been a year. Or so, maybe? I yeah. think it's just about Roughly October. Yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, there's quite a bit, yeah, quite a bit's changed with, with New Group in a, in a year's time. It's, uh, um, yeah, a lot of, lot of fun new things happening. Um, the brew house side, like, like Jonathan said, the new brew house, uh, he hasn't let me play with it yet, but we're, we're letting him figure it out. Uh, and then, uh, work out all the kinks and the, 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 the nuances and then, uh, then, then I might, I might take a run at it, but, um, but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of fun stuff going on here at New Groove. That that new equipment's on site here, or so is a different site that you built. Yeah, no, it's right back there. Yeah, just just over uh, Wayne's uh, shoulder there. Yeah, so just, just, head. just past the barrels. Like some things in life, it's right over my head. <laughs> yeah, so we went from a a five barrel. I don't know if the the backstory. Uh, we started with a five barrel brew house, uh, very. Um, uh, what was the way we described that? Uh, innovative uh, system. One way to put it. A single single vessel brew house. Uh, we worked on that for for five years, well, close to five years. Um, uh, did the best we could with it, uh, which I think we did a pretty good job. Um, but uh, the opportunity presented itself to uh, improve our, our brew house, and we added a, 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 a ten barrel uh, Deutsche um, that uh, so far uh, has been so good. And uh, uh, it's, it's it's fun to see uh, the, the beer the, the beers that we had made before uh, come through a, a new system. So it's, so you've got a couple events coming up. One of which is tonight, Black Black Friday, and didn't realize that Black Friday was a big day here at New Groove. So is that because people are tired of turkey and family and they just want to have a beer with friends? Or do you guys have something to play into your food and drink specials to kind of take advantage of the typical Black Friday commercialized discount type of, I don't want to say ambiance, but theme, so to speak? So I don't really know how we started with it, but we we released our barrel-aged stout uh, I think the first year, first year it may not have been barrel aged, but since then we always release our barrel aged stout uh, on, yeah. the, on the Friday after Thanksgiving. So yeah, Black fir- Friday. First year was only uh, November was. We'd only been open six for months. Six yeah. months. Yeah. So, yeah, so non barrel aged, but uh, a lot of fun adjuncts. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and the following year was the the first barrel aged. Actually, I think the following year was the first barrel aged stout that we put out, the Mystery Plane Barrel Aged. Yeah. So that's kind of the root of, of our Black Friday event is is the the barrel aged stout release. And as he mentioned, uh, even before it was barrel-aged stout, we were we were doing kind of a tap takeover of stout variants, where we would do keg treatments um, and turn half the board or so into into dark beers, basically uh, various you know fun concoctions using using that Mister Plain Stout, Mister Plain Stout as a, as a base. Mister um, Plain. <laughs> so we started out with the bottle sales happening on Black Friday, and then we to to kind of make that a fun day, we added the variants on draft. 
uh, and now that's sort of just taken over. And um, I guess when we met last year, it was right before we were starting our membership society. That also launches on Black Friday. So uh, we have that on draft in addition to the bottle release of the Mr. Plane, the, the first quarter release of the member bottle, and the welcome bottle. All that happens on Black Friday. So it just kind of makes for a, a really uh, fun, fun-filled day. We do a little bit of bottle share here. Uh, so we get to share all kinds of things. When people drop in to pick up their bottles, they bring other stuff to, to share, and we have a great time. It, it really turned into probably my favorite year, favorite day of the year, um, you know, just as a hanging out at New Groove kind of thing. So I, I look forward to it and can't wait. It's it's stressful for the couple of weeks leading up to it, like yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah the, the two uh, weeks up, up to that, yeah. We, when this was recorded, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and we decided, uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Plane wasn't enough. We would uh, uh, compound that with uh, uh, Masterworks. Um, uh, the first Masterworks social and uh, and uh, bottle releases, uh, two bottle releases for that as well. So you should probably say what Masterworks is. We used that word a couple of times. So, uh, like I said, starting last year, we, we launched our our bottle society. It's all barrel aged beers. Um, members sign up in October, I think, is when we launch it. Uh, so November membership starts, and then every quarter we launch a new we release a new barrel aged beer, only available in package to those members. Um, so this first quarter, they're going to get a bottle of um, triple barrel Mr. Plain. So it, it spent a year in Weller's six-year barrels. Um, I should pull my notes up. Um, and then two other barrels finished in, uh, actually it's Willet. That one was Willet Rye and then um, Knob Creek Rye. And then finished oh. for about five months in Willet Family Estate barrels. Uh, six-year barrel so super excited about that get a coconut treatment on top of that that's the first quarter member bottle um, that we also get a welcome bottle which actually we're going to taste here in a little bit uh, the welcome bottle is a barrel aged out aged in bliss maple syrup barrels for a year um, and then treated with cocoa nibs from french broad chocolates in Nashville. so our ugandan vanilla in that one and uh, i'm rana wood which is a, a type of wood that gives super cinnamony notes without being cinnamon so it smells like cinnamon and then you taste it and you get kind of the body of the sweetness of the of the maple but then a dry finish from the barrel it's it's pretty exciting um so all that all that happens and that, those will both be on draft uh for black friday the bottle releases you have to be a member but anybody can come in and have a, a taste of the draft that day is that what what you poured for us first not no, to skip ahead first is first that the mr plain mr plain uh, vanilla the, the not the, not the triple barrel. Yeah. So this one's two years and Weller six year barrels, and then uh, treated with Sulawesi vanilla, which is like a really woody, um, cool vanilla that we found. So that that that's this year's Mister Plain vanilla we call it. Partners, not to skip ahead, but being at its top of all, what you think? Um, I'm still trying to figure out: is it Mister Plain or Mister <laughs> Plain? Uh, you know. I'm not going to lie, when we sat back here a little bit over a year ago on the other side of the the uh, tap room here, and you guys were talking about your Black Friday and, and Mr. Plane, I could have swore you said Mr. Plane. So I'm sitting here thinking all this time it's Mr. Plane, not bad. And then I see the, the, the post, I'm like, where's the airplane on it? <laughs> oh, Mr. Plane. Yeah, for, for you it's Mr. Mr. <laughs> now, Mrs. Plane comes out in June. Uh, <laughs> so the story is, uh, this was a, originally a homebrew, or you know, this started at least as a homebrew, and I had a buddy that would come over. I, I, I judge marching band and pageantry activities, and so I would have people come over to my house 
when contests were nearby that would be here to judge that. So I had a, a friend that would come over every year, and he kept just asking. You know, I had just a kegerator in my house, and he kept asking for just a half glass, just a little bit more, and just a little bit more, just another half. And this went on, you know, not realize, realizing that you don't drink a lot of 16% beers, or he doesn't drink a lot of 16% beers, so not really realizing what he was getting into. Uh, so by the end of the night, he'd had a lot of half pours uh, of, of this stout. Went back to his hotel, went to sleep. I get up the next morning early to pick him up for his flight and can't rouse him at all. Won't answer my texts, won't answer my calls, won't answer the front desk call in his room. Can't get him to get out there at all. Um, so he slept through his flight and missed his plane. So that that, that became uh, that was Super Bowl Sunday that year. So he, he missed the Super Bowl uh, because because of Mr. Plain Stout. Okay. Now, he's been here every year for the release. Is he going to be here this? Like, I don't right? know if he's going to make it for the release, but he, he'll be here at some point through the year. It's quite the double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we talked about Black Friday, and now, as I've been corrected, missed your plane, Stout. Uh, do you have any events that fall in between Black Friday Christmas, New Year's, do you have anything planned for that time frame? Oh, yeah, so uh, New Year's, uh, every year we do a, a big New Year's uh, blowout, uh, usually this year as well, uh, with uh, uh, our good friend and local musician Jay Stevens. Um, how's that go? The uh, tickets on sale now through Eventbrite, uh, and uh, what do we do? A, a glass. We do a glass with the with the event and a, uh, a toast at midnight. Um, this year we'll be doing a little different than we have years past in that um, we'll have a uh, a New Year's uh, specific menu uh, to order from, as opposed to um, food available during the event. Uh, so we'll, we're you know, going to play with it, play around with that, and see how that goes. But, uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, New Year's. Yeah, so the Champagne Supernova is a, 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 a sour beer with uh, white grape juice um, that uh, that everybody gets a pour of that night, along with the uh, the souvenir glass uh, for the evening. Yeah. You're the food guy, Josh. Does our resident food guy want to ask any more about that menu? I was going to talk about that after I get through asking my question. Screw a follow-up, I guess. Go ahead. So, no, so Wayne and I have already talked about it, but Chase, Chase, we'll do it right now. It's fine. Um, so everyone knows that listens that I'm usually the guy that asks a food question. I've had your food before, but these truffle fries, I always have to order them right off the bat, and then I get a burger or whatever. But what was the inspiration for truffle fries because usually you only see truffle fries at a fancy high dollar restaurant well, it's funny like so the truffle fries started here with a, uh, a guy that we hired for the kitchen a chef in the kitchen uh, that, to help us uh, expand the menu and the the food offerings to to our guests um we didn't really see how fries would work with the the type of kitchen that we had, so we started off with an air fryer, um, and quickly learned that that was not going to work for us. So uh, pulled in a uh, an actual an actual fryer uh, to 
uh, kind of take the edge off the uh, the kitchen and, and, and pump those fries out uh, more quickly. Uh, but yeah, it, it came from him. Um, uh, fries, truffle oil, duck fat. Uh, there's it's a uh, it's like peanut butter and jelly, but better. <laughs> like uh, peanut butter and chocolate. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, cheese and bologna. Like yeah, it's. What other kind of food can our your patrons find? What other kind of food could your patrons find in the brew house? Uh, or like menu-wise here, uh, yeah. we do like the, our weekly burger. We do a weekly burger special. Uh, always uh, try to do a fun playoff of like seasonally or like current events with sports and such. Um, uh, yeah, so we'll do a weekly weekly burger. We have uh, our wing night uh, Wednesdays. Uh, our, uh, Dan, our, our kitchen guy. Uh, we refer to him as the the sauce boss. Uh, he comes up with a, a new sauce uh, weekly. Um, he also slings those on the side. If you ever uh, ever looking for some hot sauce at home, he's uh, you can buy some bottles here from him. Not through us. Um, it's this totally his side gig. Uh, but uh, we we open up our business for him to help help promote that uh, for himself. Um, what else do we do weekly? Uh, usually uh, uh, weekend specials of something ribs or things that aren't normally on the menu uh here recently this time of the year uh soup season we call it uh chili soups i've been trying to do a little more my wife's a vegan uh surprisingly uh with the the, the volume of meat that i consume and, and cook <laughs> um but uh, so i try to uh i try to play with some vegan type recipes with you know incorporate flavors that you're that, that you love to eat uh from a meat standpoint into dishes that um, aren't full of uh, full of animal okay. stuff, um, and uh, uh, so that you know the soups soups are an easy way. I don't say easy way, but the soups are a great way to do that. Yeah, uh, you can sub out uh, different milks, almond, oat, uh, coconut, with a dairy, and then uh, uh, your bases, your stocks, vegetable stocks, and, and things of that sort to uh, to to encourage enhance the flavors. But, yeah. So. <clears throat> got all these events or not a lot of events but events coming up up until the end of the year so christmas is fast approaching then we're going to go into january so what do you have going on in january something called woodstock tell us about that yeah so woodstock uh, duke probably better talk about that actually we missed we missed one though uh we had talked about uh, new year's but we skipped right past christmas um, we're going to be doing our uh, annual, our second annual uh, release of uh, Old Saint Thick, which ah. is a, it's a fun, uh, uh, super long boil imperial stout with uh, lactose and cookie dough, uh, edible cookie dough. Uh, a great, a fun label, fun brand. Uh, it pairs great with cookies uh, under the tree for Santa when he comes out on Christmas Eve. So uh, keep an eye out for that one as well. But uh, but yeah, Wood- Woodstock coming in in. Uh, Sorry. No, you're fine. I was going to say, I might have to run up here because I know Santa Claus would love that. And my daughter's 10 years old, and she puts out cookies and beer for Santa Claus every year. So, yeah. So she can do it all in one bottle. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I think Santa Claus, at least the Santa Claus that comes to our house on that side of town, I think he would enjoy that. Yeah, the one in the five forks, too. 
Well, I'm in. Well, yeah, so uh, Woodstock, I'll let Duke talk about Woodstock. I think he's got the notes prepared here. <laughs> so uh, we, we've done it for a couple of years. We've done what we call Crispy Fest, which is a, we, we call it a curated uh, boutique beer festival that is centered around lagers. Uh, we thought it would be a great idea to kind of apply towards apply towards um, towards wood-aged beers as well. So this year, Woodstock uh, is happening January 14th. Tickets are available on Eventbrite now. Um, and it, it's 16 breweries so far. We've got a couple more that we're still waiting to hear confirmations from. Um, but just basically reaching out to our buddies that, that make great uh, wood-aged beer. There's going to be sours, going to be lagers, going to be stouts, strong ales, barley wines, everything just touch touched wood at some point in the process. Uh, several breweries that you don't get around here. Um, several breweries that you do get around here that will be bringing special stuff, but also uh, um, some from, from across the country that, you know, Colorado and Nebraska that, that aren't, aren't typically distributed in this area. So we're pretty excited about having those guys out uh, to share their, their beer here. Um, there's three different ticket levels as well. So there, if, if you, uh, we've kind of looked at, you know, some beer fest you go to and it's pay a price and get in and drink all you want. Some you go to and it's it, you pay as you go, and uh, that makes for a, a much lower barrier of entry. So we, we're kind of trying to do both. So there's a ticket level that uh, where, where you pay per pour, um, and then there's a ticket where it's unlimited. Uh, then there's a VIP ticket where you get in early and you get a, a barrel-aged bottle to take home of a special release. So different different options there. Um, Orpheus, Zool from our buddies in Knoxville, um, Incendiary, Wally Roots is doing some great stuff in Colorado. Uh, just all kinds of, of buddies. Jukes L Works is making some fantastic barley wines. Um, some some really fun as well as our you know our friends here, Liability, Charlestown, Kiwi, Eighth State. Uh, Magnetic South, our, our buddies in this area. So we're we're super excited to hang out with these folks, and hope you'll come hang out with us too and drink some uh, some wood aged beer, whether it be food or lagers or mixed firms or uh, or strong ales. Do you have any kind of best in show competition for that festival? There's with so many big names in attendance, yourselves included, of course. Uh, no, nothing competitive, at least at this point. I mean, that kind of reminds me of Fobab that does do a does do a contest. That would be fun too. But right now, it's just all, all. I think I think everybody wins. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> everybody that's here. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like, these 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 festivals are not so much about the festival as uh, bringing our, our our friend breweries together uh, to really showcase what they can do and and hang out and have a good time because it's uh, we only get to do this a couple times a year. Um, we only get to see these guys a couple times a year, whether it's through you know, collaborations at their breweries or ours or uh, other beer festivals. Uh, and then you, other beer festivals are so large and busy that you kind of miss that, that connection. So it's, it's fun to be able to bring everyone together to just kind of be here and, and celebrate the, the passion that we have for Wood Age Beer and, and as well Crispy Fest in the, in the spring summertime. Um, uh, the passion for uh, uh, crispy lagers then, uh, and then the wood-aged, you know, full wood-aged beers uh, now. The three of us certainly know plenty of so many beers, so little time at a festival. <laughs> True. We've been to a couple of festivals. So the last time we sat down with you guys for a full interview, there was a little bit of a local number nine rivalry of a certain particular food item. <laughs> so... 
has there or are there any plans to make this best pretzel in Spartanburg a reality? <laughs> well, we upped our game. We just released our pretzel with cinnamon sugar and a homemade cream cheese icing on the side. Oh, so we're talking uh, about pretzels? Yeah, so we're talking about the did, pretzel did, rivalry. Did, did Plank over put you up to this? <laughs> <laughs> we know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> not a fire ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not seeing a dessert pretzel from uh, from them, so they uh, <laughs> might, might, might want to ask them about that. Yeah. Ask, they ask them about that. They're going to be there for that. They're going to be there for the uh, Woodstock? Uh, They've been invited. I don't know... I don't know what they have going on from a, a barrel-aged beer standpoint, yeah. but yeah, we've we've invited the uh, other local breweries uh, to partake, to have come out and have some fun with us. Uh, but uh, I know not not uh, the other local breweries don't have as uh, an extensive of a, a wood age program as we do here. So sometimes you're up against uh, barrels and time when it comes down to that. So I don't know if timing is going to work, but uh, but yeah, they they they've been invited. All right, so. It would be remiss to have an episode, especially with you fine gents, and not talk about what you poured for us or what you poured for yourselves. So, what are we drinking, gentlemen? Oh, oh. I just finished. I just finished mine. Uh, <laughs> there is a new bottle open on the table. Yeah, so. I'm trying to finish this one. <laughs> He's got the new one. Got on the new one. I can talk about what I started with and what I'm drinking right now. Um, I started with pageant uh, with dope vibe, excuse me, which is uh, um, I think our, our secret unreleased tapes from the festival that I've mentioned a lot about West Coast Pilsner and and dry hopped uh, loggers being kind of my jam. Uh, so dope vibes is, is uh, I call it a West Coast Pils. Um, it's a Pilsner grist. So the the, the base malts. It's all, all Pilsner base malt, just like we do with our Pilsners, except the ABV is jumped up to six point seven. The bitterness is, is accentuated a little bit higher, and it uses Northwest-specific hops. So it's dry hopped with Strata, Citra, and Azaka. Um, so kind of think uh, IPA, modern IPA meets Pilsner. And uh, that, that's, that's been my jam of late. I just poured uh, a volume two uh, for, for those of us that had empty glasses. Yeah, it's right here. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get through this one. And this is, this is our welcome bottle for our Masterworks Member Society this year. And this is actually, we talked about St. Thick a little bit. This is the St. Thick base, a milk stout base, aged for a year in Bliss uh, Gourmet Maple Syrup Barrels, and then treated with Amberana wood. So it tastes like there's cinnamon in it, but there's not. Um, and then uh, Ugandan vanilla and cocoa nibs from, from Chocolatier in Asheville. French broad. So, yeah, that's what we got. So, and we, before that, we had uh, Mr. Plain vanilla that we talked about a little bit. So what are you drinking, Josh? I am drinking uh, Sonata. Conlegno, uh, probably my f- favorite beer this time of the year. Uh, wait, okay. uh, coming out of uh, Oktoberfest, uh, which we're classically late for, but we do the, what we call our Grooftoberfest, uh, which is kind of at the end of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, once this beer goes on tap, I, I have a hard time getting away from it. Uh, weather gets cool. Uh, you're looking for something a little more malty and, and full, uh, but still. You know, nice and crispy and, and sessionable and easy to drink. So, uh, yeah, so Sonata con Legno uh, in in my mug here. You typically get it in a science class, uh, but I ask for it in a mug because I like my mugs. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, so and then the first uh, first bottle we shared was the uh, Mr. Plain uh, Mr. Plain release, the Mr. Plain bottle, right? Yep. Yeah. 
um, which is uh, treated with it's a barrel-aged... <coughs> two years in Weller. Weller six-year barrels, and uh, that's a Suawasi vanilla that we mentioned, so... Yeah, yeah, so so we drank... I drank through that one, and now I've got volume two there. Uh, and that's what I've got in my glasses here in front of me. Multiple glasses. But I've got no burger. <laughs> the burger was delicious. <laughs> it's gone. So, as soon as I walked in the door, I asked... For where well, I said I like IPAs, and you immediately, you immediately told me that the one you just described yeah. earlier is the one I should try. So I liked it a lot. I it's definitely, gone. yeah. You didn't dump it out. No, uh, uh-uh. no, I didn't dump it out. I, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't expecting the first bottle that y'all cracked open to be so strong. <laughs> I just had to chug it at the end because <clears throat> it's pretty pretty strong. But this one, I immediately smell cinnamon yep. or almost like a, not really nutmeg, but close to nutmeg. Nutmeg. Like a, like a wood. <laughs> nutmeg to palmetto. He's, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a woody cinnamon. It's, it's a fantastic thing about that wood. Um, the the uh, what do you call it? The Emberana. Emberana. And then we, so first tasting in this duke was like no cinnamon was harmed in the making of this beer and legit there is no cinnamon it's the it's the uh the type of wood the flavor that it imparts into the beer it's, it's fantastic i'm a big fan of cinnamon and in, in stouts um and i really like the character that that wood gives yeah. all right so you know pretty much every time i stop by and i grab a pour i have to have a pour of pageantry pills um is that I think if I remember correctly, it's oak fermented pilsner. Yep. So you kind of get the uh, the light and crispiness of the crispy boy. You get a little bit of the wood tannin in there. Kind of makes it a very palatable and delicious drink. And that gets a little dry hot. So how it's different from our adagio. So we have adagio is our oak fermented, our food fermented pilsner, and this is adagio that's then dry hopped with triumph. So you, so you get kind of a little. A little hop character, but it, I mean, it's a super low dry hop compared to our IPAs, but just enough to give you that kind of interest from the hops. So I, I get like a crisp lime kind of thing from it, especially when it's super fresh. So yeah, that's, that's my that's my jam too, and it's a it's a lower ABV than the Dope Vibe, so my, that's my daily drinker probably. Pageantry. Wayne, did you get to try these two bottles? Um, I got the first. Missed your plane, Mr. Plane. I might have renamed the uh, Stouts for him. Your plane. <laughs> well, I could see why that story holds true because if you drink too many of these, you could miss your plane. And then the volume two for not having cinnamon in it, you couldn't tell me that it doesn't because it has the aroma of cinnamon and the taste, and it is it is pretty spectacular. Uh, boys, we might have to become Masterworks members here. Uh, I work as a fireman full-time. I can't afford it. <laughs> I think if the three of us pulled our resources, we could buy one membership. Uh, Chase. What's shaking over there? Um, I will say, hard to choose between the two of these, but I would probably say I, I like the version 2 a little bit better because I'm getting a lot of the sweetness, a lot of vanilla, 
I didn't get the cinnamon up front, but I took a couple more sips, so maybe it just needed to open up a little bit, and then I started to get the cinnamon more. Um, the Mr. Plain, Mist, your plain, plain. Mr. Plain. <laughs> um, was a very, it's the first whiff I took, I was like, ooh, an approachable kind of boozy aroma. It didn't, like, give me the shiver down my spine. The next whiff I took, I got the shiver down my spine. <laughs> um, but this was, that, that beer is was still, the flavor on it was still super subtle. So even regardless of whether you get the chill down your spine or not, it's, it's still a very approachable barely. It's 12.8, so it's not, it's, it's, you know, we do some that are 16-ish. So, it, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's definitely got some, some barrel and some heat behind it, but not, not quite like some of, some of our other beers do. And then the, um, what else did I have today? Oh, yes. When I walked in, I started off with Wilford, Wilford Brimley's breakfast. Diabetes. <laughs> well, Wayne knows the joke more, Wayne, Wayne knows the joke more than Stephen does, because when I gave you a whiff, you just said diabetes. You didn't, pronu- you didn't give the proper pronunciation <laughs> of the joke. Well, I don't know what the proper pronunciation of the joke is, but I know what the drawing is supposed to look like <laughs> and I know it was always diabetes, diabetes diabetes so, diabetes <laughs> and just, I didn't even taste the beer, but just smelling it I could smell the sweetness and I, I was getting aromas of syrup and I, was get, I wasn't really getting like chocolate, but you could very you could smell the sweetness so I might yeah, have to try it's it. very, very mapley, very syrupy. The sweetness is there. Like it's definitely like it, it definitely makes you think like if you close your eyes, you might be drinking maple syrup out of the glass. Uh, and then the other one I had to juxtapose my palate because I'm psychotic like that was the limeade. In the shade. Well, in the shade. That's Holy the crap. rest of it. Your taste buds are gonna go. What the heck? <laughs> I think I like to keep them on their toes. <laughs> yeah, and this one, it's got, it's got some sour notes. It's got a little bit of tart notes, or maybe the tartness is kind of throwing me off because the sour and the sweet, the sour kind of hides the sweetness a little bit. But I get a lot of lime, a little bit of cherry, but mostly more lime on that. Yeah, so we've been doing a, a series of, I guess, pastry sours. Um, most of them go on marshmallows. So this is a. Pretty, pretty tart beer that uh, then goes on a, a, a significant amount of marshmallow fluff and vanilla beans, whole vanilla beans, and then this one got lime and cherry. We've done uh, pineapple fluff, which was which was pineapple, and we've done various pie combinations that have been really popular. So this this is the latest in that sort of series of, of pastry sours. Hmm. Partners, anything else that you'd like to add? Well, I know that. Uh, the smoke master has walked away. <clears throat> he but, had an uh, emergency in the kitchen. <laughs> well, if it's because they're out of chopped pork, uh, the sandwich, it was fantastic. I know we talked about what we drank, but uh, hey, while, while we're here, what do we eat? I had the uh, chopped pork barbecue sandwich with the truck duck. The, the, the Truck duck. The truck duck duffel. Uh, You're cut off. <laughs> you are cut off, Wayne. The You're say. Gonna, You're going to miss your plane. Papa Sage is cut off. Papa Sage missed his plane. (laughs) The duck truffle fries. Fantastic. I can't think of a time I've been here and had food that just wasn't knock your socks off. And I'm jealous of you, by the way, working so close that you can just come down here. 
Well, I guess the good thing is they're only open early on Fridays, so that's about the only time I can come down here on <coughs> Friday. There'd be a lot more. Exactly, exactly, exactly. What'd you What'd you snack on? Oh, I guess we thought we hinted at it a little bit. But. Yeah, so I had the Smokehouse Burger, which has crispy onions and bacon and a nice little smoked burger. That was the just the slightest pink, and it was perfect. Flavor's good, and of course, I had the duck fries we talked about earlier. I had a couple tacos, one of which was black bean taco, which had this cheese type of topping on it with some tomatoes to kind of cut through the richness of the cheese and the beans, so that was great. And then the other one was a brisket taco. So brisket was very thick and meaty. It was awesome. But it had these like pickled onions or what have you over the top that really kind of cut through that and made the brisket a lot more like easy to palate and digest. Yep. And uh, one of my favorites, uh, the wings are great. I know you, I think y'all had them last time you were here, but smoked wings. Uh, we have some great sauces that may or not have been here last time. But uh, I also really like the, the crispy thicken. So T H I C C. Um, like our beers, are th- we want our beers to be thick. Our, our chicken is thick too. Um, so that and that's a fried thigh, a smoked thigh. Actually, that was not smoked. That was just fried thigh battered. Uh, I like it tossed in buffalo sauce with a little bit of blue cheese on top, and gets you got me every two time. Of it. You we got do, yeah, yeah. We have the, the 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 regular, which I think is honey. Um, I, I should have studied better for this part of the test, but uh, uh, Deluxe get, adds lettuce, tomato, pickle, and bacon, and then I always get the buffalo, which is tossed in wing sauce topped with a little bit of uh, uh, blue cheese on top. We won't hold it against you since Josh had to run off for kitchen duty. <laughs> yep. I have the beer notes. <laughs> um, All the way. <laughs> as always, we give the guests the final word. You'll have to play double duty since Josh had to attend to the kitchen. Um, oh wait, 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 wait! Oh, we got faked out. We got faked out, ladies and gents. So I got to help out. So you'll pull double duty for the final word. You are the guest, so of course, final word is yours. Um, come see us for Woodstock. I think you know, come out for Black Friday. But I guess this releases on Black Friday, so so it's too late by the time you've heard this. Uh, hopefully, you're you've been here. Maybe you can listen to this podcast on your way to and from our Black Friday event. Uh, we've going to have, I can tell you what the variants are going to be since it doesn't come out till Black Friday. We've got, um, returning this year, our, our variants, we have the Bananas Fosters, so we flambe bananas in-house with cinnamon and, and molasses, flambe in rum in the back, and then that, that's blended with our the same vanilla mystery we had tonight. Um, we have another one that is uh, what we call decadence. It's got coffee, macadamia, honey, all kinds of stuff going on. There'll be a few bottles of that available for sale only in person that day. Um, we've got new ones this year. We've got tiramisu with uh, espresso, almond, cocoa nib, co- cocoa, and um, cream cheese. And returning, we have banana foster. We mentioned German chocolate cake. Oh, yeah, that's one of my favorites from last year. Can't forget about that. Pecans, coconut, uh, cocoa powder. And then uh, the other new one is peanut brittle. So we, we did a member bottle with, with Dottie's Toffee. Uh, toffee company downtown uh, so this one has toffee and peanuts and I'm super excited to see how that one comes out so those those are the draft variants that will be available on Black Friday 
uh, decadence bottles will be available for purchase and uh, get your tickets for mass for the um, Woodstock. Super excited about that event. Hope everybody can come and hang out. It's a it's a, a real beer nerd event. I feel like and, and a real opportunity to try things that you're not, you know. I don't want to give you FOMO, but you're probably not going to have a lot of these beers anywhere else other than if you're here that day. So that's pretty much the only chance for some of these of these tastes uh, that are going to happen. And I'm really excited to have that and hang out with everybody. Good golly, Miss Molly. Wayne, I'll meet you here Friday. Yeah, I'd say after early morning shopping, you definitely need to come by here if you can and uh, sample all these tantalizing, fantastic mind-blowing amount of uh, of beers. Yes, thank you very much. Thanks for coming out and hanging out. I hope everybody enjoyed. Uh, it's always fun to share beer, and that's that's really that's why I got into this is because it's sharing. I mean, I love to make it because I love to share it. So any chance to open some bottles and, and, and share some drafts with, with, with people that appreciate it is, is, is a time well spent for me. So thank you guys so much for coming out and hanging out. And no, 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 thank you for always your hospitality whenever we come in, whether as a unit or individually. So thank you to Jonathan, thank you to Josh of New Groove, New Groove Artisan Brewery in Boiling Springs. As always, we can't say goodbye. We can't say goodbye without thanking our sponsors, Upstate Realty and Promotion Graphics, for sponsoring our on-site banner. Our festival friends, John Sharkey of the Greenville Craft Beer Festival at Floor Field and Laura of the SC Brewers Guild Best of SC Festival down in Columbia. Thank you for allowing our attendance uh, this year, last year in Greenville's case, and every year going forward as in Greenville's case as well. And, of course, our home away from home, the Clock Tower Tap Room and Billiards in downtown Simpsonville, run and owned by our best friend, Eddie Whittingham. Thank you, Eddie, as always. Wayne, I hear a familiar tune. We're just boys, and we like beer. Think that's kind of hazy. Lord will make it clear. We're just boys, we're just boys, and we like beer, we like beer. If you think that that sounds hazy, then Lord will make it clear. We like Blondales, IPAs, Cider Stouts, and the USA. We're just boys, and we like beer. We're just boys. We like beer. Upstate beer boy. The only joint my mama burned was on the rural route. She parked in old man Taters Woods so she wouldn't be found out. Turned off her dome light, snuck off by herself. Crashed down beneath that window, fired it up, gave it hell. That hangout my daddy used to hang around. We watched it all go up and smoke until it all came down. Just like that, the taps and stools and tables got turned to the only joint my mama ever burned. I'll get sassy and bluegrass, come on. <laughs> 